Well, uh, I want to mention some of our sponsors that help provide this. Uh, we have a new sponsor, Jeff Shipley, who's uh, running for uh, uh, house seat in uh, Van Buren, Jefferson, in the southern half of Henry County. We have Helena Hayes, who's running uh, for uh, she's running for Keokuk County, uh, half of Mahaska County, in the northern tier of Jefferson County. And uh, they both want you to know that they support high school football and. Uh, They'll work hard for you if you give them an opportunity. Well, uh, Washington Discount Tires, uh, Beyond Beautiful Benches, uh, Helmut Ford of Sigourney, Iowa, Smithburg Auto Sales of Fairfield, Iowa, Elsie's Kitchen.net, uh, John Bain, who has a book called Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, Hinshaw, Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Jefferson County Realty, Jeff Alexander. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We're on Patreon now, so we have merch. If you want to help become one of our supporters, we'll send you a coffee mug or a T-shirt or something. Uh, get in. We've got three items in there on, on, uh, on our merch store on Patreon. So thanks a lot for listening, and we'll bring you the scores coming right up. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We've got Ryan Timmerman of the Muscatine Journal for your favorite show ever, The Muscatine Report. Welcome back to the program. Thanks. Good to be here, as always. Well, uh, it was kind of a, an exciting night. Uh, which game were you at? I was at uh, Dubuque Hempstead at Muscatine for Muscatine's homecoming game. Well, that turned out pretty good uh, uh, for Muscatine. Uh, they're back on the winning side of the of Ledger. Uh, you know, give our, our listeners a little run-through about the game. Um, well, uh, any run-through, I guess, has to start with uh, Ty Kozad. Um, a couple weeks ago against Bettendorf, Muskies won. He was up around 370 yards at a school uh, single-game rushing record. Um, beat it last night. He had... 450. Uh, I think we're kind of waiting for official numbers to come out. But he was around 450 yards rushing, uh, like 32, 33 carries, uh, five touchdowns. Um, one of them, one of them came, one of them was from 98 yards out. That came after a huge, huge goal line stand um, by the Muscatine defense. It was 35, 31 at the at the time, and um, Hempstead was on the one yard line. Um, uh, inside the three for third down, and then on the one for fourth down. Muscatine defense stopped him. Um, Kozad kind of ran into the line, first play of the drive, and then took off for 98 yards for his fifth touchdown. So he set a uh, single-game rushing record, um, rushing touchdowns record, and um, uh, longest touchdown record at Muscatine. Well, uh, I'm going to have to go over to uh, Scotty Melvin's house while he listens to this because when he hears that yardage, I'm going to have to pick his head up off the ground and screw it back <laughs> and, Yeah, and I guess to make it even a little crazier, um, Hem Hempstead scored, Hempstead scored, and I got an onside kick and then drove again to like really close the gap um, in the third quarter. So Muscatine's offense really didn't see the field for the third quarter. So he had 450 yards for the game, but if you isolated just the third quarter, his third quarter was four carries for 16 yards. So he did a little bit of damage the other three. He had a pretty fair uh, other three quarters, I imagine. Yeah. But, uh, this is a big win for him. Uh, in fact, I think this is their second conference win, isn't it? Or... Yeah, well, um, 5A kind of does everything by 
RPI, so like the grouping. It, it, it's kind of weird how like one A or you know A one A two A. It's like the only thing that matters are district games, but then like four A five A they go by this RPI, so your district is less important. But yeah, it's it's they're two and four on the season now. Um, like I said, beat Bettendorf a couple weeks ago, but uh, but yeah, they um, Muskies just. Um, feel like they have a lot of momentum going on their side. They have a tough match. Uh, they have a tough game next Friday against Dubuque Senior, who lost to West, Davenport West. Um, but um, but Dubuque Senior is really good, and, and I'm sure Muscatine. Muscatine's still not really in any position to take anyone lightly, but, um, but you know, this the, uh, they kind of have the eyes of the state on them with, with Kozad to see what he does week in and week out. Yeah, he'd be popping some eyeballs out this weekend, that's for sure. Yep, yep. Well, it sounds like a great game and a big win. What was that? What, what was Muscatine like last? There was another. There was a home game and a homecoming and everything. I bet the. I bet the. the they blew the lid off of the town last night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, it, uh, I, I think there was a little extra a couple of weeks ago, just because there's a little bit of a more of a built-in rivalry with, with Bettendorf than, than um, Dubuque Hempstead. So I think, uh, I think that game against Bettendorf was uh, a lot of emotion. And, and, um, and last night was, uh, I kind of felt like um, there was a little more expectation to win maybe. And so, so it was still, still a great time for the kids and, and uh, homecoming and all that and everything that comes with that. But, but I think there's kind of, um, they hit like, they hit like a different level where they're kind of um, where they're uh, expecting to do better and expecting to win games, and I think that that changes the mood a little bit. I think somewhat. Well, what do you, uh, 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 let's talk about this Durant uh, uh, West Branch matchup. Uh, I was watching a little bit of it on, on the, the highlights that they were putting out there, but uh, well, how did this game come out, and what did you think of it? Yeah. Um... So it was it was number one versus number three in one A. West Branch was top ranked coming in. Um, Durant was at home. Uh, West Branch won forty nine to thirteen. Um, you know, it, top three matchup. It uh, Nolan DeLong um, went uh, just over a hundred yards for for Durant. So. Um, you could, you know, like like every like every week, um, he's going to have defenses keying on him. I think West Branch kind of was maybe the first team this year to kind of have the personnel to throw at him because uh, it takes more than more than one guy to stop him. But uh, but yeah, um, tough game for Durant. I, I'm sure they're not getting too down. They're still well well in position to uh, make a playoff run here and that's that's when it really matters they're still five and one uh two and one in their district and so um so as long as you know they're uh, they, they're and they have a um tough match against uh meepo next week Minneapolis. so uh i'm sure they're gonna kind of um want to wash themselves of, of this loss and, and forget and turn around and have a better showing next week. Um, West Branch, uh, you know, pretty pretty amazing showing by them. Really, really quality win. They had over 300 yards rushing as a team. 
Andy Henson, um, over 200 by himself, four touchdowns. So um, just a really, really good win for West Branch. West Branch is really elite, aren't they? Uh, yeah. I, I feel like they're going to roll to a state title. Uh, they got such a good coach. And I can't think of any team in the state of Iowa that has beat two better teams in the last two weeks than uh, uh, than uh, West Branch. And uh, I see Meepo uh, uh, bounce right back and, and uh, had a nice little win. So I think next week uh, this Meepo Durant is the, the battle for second place in that district, isn't it? Yeah, uh, probably. Um, and then and then we still got uh, uh, Wilton and Regina in that in that district yet yeah, too. So um, that's that. Prob- I mean, for for within a class and district, that's probably about as uh, quality of district as there is throughout the state. Yeah. Um, that that one, eight man football, the one with Waco and Iowa uh, Valley yeah. and Winfield and uh, New yeah. London, and yeah. even this Lone Tree team's pretty dang good too. So, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, if you had to ask me which one of the two was tougher, I, I'd have the West Branch, uh, uh, Durant, Wilton, uh, Nepo, all that. Uh, yeah. Like saying Regina too. Jeez, it's uh, what we like to say rough out there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and um, and you almost just with with how good West Branch is, you know, like um, during Iowa State volleyball, it seems like Dyke New Hartford could go there and compete with just about any team at any at any class, and so you almost get the feeling that uh, hypothetically, if if they would, you know, um, it almost feels like West Branch could almost go up a class or even two and, and compete against most teams that are you know that much bigger than them, and so it's. That's just a really special thing when you can go on a run like this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I think West Branch has another tough matchup this week, too, I think. Um, I, I, yeah, because they uh, they might have Regina. I'm looking at it. Yeah, right I think now. it is Regina. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, because all, that, that conference is kind of – or that uh, district there is winding down and all of these – you know, we, we as we went over, there's five teams for four playoff spots, and they're all kind of playing each other down the stretch here. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's rough out there, but uh, when the playoffs does start, that district will make all those teams rougher than a cob. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, what other scores you got for me? Um, uh, Columbus number one or you know number seven in Class A. They uh, another big win. They were homecoming um, seventy four or seventy one to fourteen over North Pahaska. That was a non district game, but six and zero there again. Kind of you know getting to the point where we need to start putting stuff in context of playoffs and stuff. And no reason to think I don't. Uh, Probably didn't clinch last night, but um, but you know they have to be well on their way to uh, a playoff spot there, and and we we've, we've talked a lot about them just uh, really uh, really ready there to turn it over, kind of kind of turn over a new leaf there for the program <clears throat> from their youth programs to their varsity team to the community, just um, really really happy for. Columbus and moving to six and zero there with the win. Um, 
and just Amagon kind of did it again. Caden Amagon, their two, three-headed backfield. Amagon had uh, 270 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Might have had a, I think he had a return touchdown too, or came close to returning a touchdown. But um, but yeah, just uh, tons and tons of momentum there going in the right way for the Wildcats. Yeah, I think Caden Amagon had five touchdowns in that game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, this was a matchup that they were gonna, you know, the, it wasn't much of a matchup for them, but they uh, they went out there and do what they did every week. They haven't, no one's come close to beating them. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, know. Uh, I just feel like their, their rankings are gonna keep going higher, and uh, uh, they look more and more like a real serious uh, uh, team. Oops, sorry. Yeah, so now um, with Columbus being uh, 6-0, um, they, you know, they're ranked seventh, but I almost, I almost feel like their past is still kind of being held against them because, um, you know, just uh, point differential is crazy in their favor, and um, I, I don't know what more they could be doing um, this year than, than doing what they are doing. Nope, they are putting up some big, big numbers, and uh, uh, Columbus Junction is just going crazy. I mean, uh, Scotty Melvin was there last night, and uh, they about carried him off the field on his shoulders. Uh, he got to visit with the Wild uh, Cats cast at the halftime, and uh, uh, I just, I know, I mean, I can tell when we talk to their coach or something, that, that by the numbers of people that listen, man, it's it's going wild over there. Well, uh, what else, what other games did you have in your area that? Um, uh, the Lions and Muscatine played Regina. We kind of touched on Regina there, just through, going through uh, other teams in their district. Um, Regina beat L&M uh, 50 to nothing. Um, the Lions and Muscatine still, still winless on the year, but uh, I saw Falcons a couple of times this year, and it just, um, everybody kind of gets it there. They're a super young team. Had to end their season early last year because just numbers and injuries and stuff. Um, and, and so it's, it's they're, they're building something there. And, uh, and it's not so much about wins and losses this year. It's kind of it's about establishing something for, for years to come. And uh, so I, I don't know if it, – it, it's 50 to nothing. So I guess, um, you know, nobody – wants to say they believe in moral victories or whatever, but I think it was close to that or like 43 to nothing at halftime or something, so um, you know, maybe might have went up against some second teamers or whatever, but pretty good second half for, for Lois and Muscatine or at least something to kind of hang their hats on, um, but Regina Regina has had a couple losses early, but um, you know, I, I think they're kind of finding their way and we don't, we don't have to go over it again, but that, um, you know, that, that district there, that uh, 1A District 5 is going to be very interesting here the last few weeks. You know, you, you, you're, you're rebuilding, and you got a brutal schedule on top of it. It's, uh, right. it's not a recipe that's going to make it, uh, uh, it's going to make it tough sledding all year long, but. Uh, yep, yep, and uh, Louise Muscatine will go up against Wilton. Um, next week, Wilton lost to Mediapolis. That was 42-21. Um, Wilton's 3-3 three and three overall now, and 0-3 in the district. So they're kind of um, in need of in need of a district win. And, um, 
probably feel like in a pretty good position to do so next week at, at the Lions Muscle team. Yeah, maybe they can get their season back on track. They're an awfully good team that's young, and uh, yeah. uh, they got off to a quick start, and uh, they just been playing one juggernaut after another, and uh, coming out a, 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 a little on the short end there, but uh, uh, we will uh, wish them well, and I know that Hassel kid's running uh, really well for them. I hear a lot of good things about him, and another guy they got that's a good running back, so they got some tandem threats, and uh, I'm sure they will uh, uh, get get their uh, team back on 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 pace next week. You know, they, I guess um, that uh, game next week is um, in Wilton. I think they might have said the other way. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of, lot of great sophomores. That, the sophomore class there is really on to something. Um, uh, they just kind of been bitten by turnovers. Um, last night's game, last night's game, um, sophomore quarterback through Keith, uh, 22 of 30, 258 yards, uh, which was pretty great um, in the touchdown. But but uh, threw two picks. Um, uh, Wilton threw another, a third, um, and then Hassel had 50 yards in the touchdown rushing. Keith had a touchdown uh, rushing as well. So um, still some production, but uh, just kind of just. Um, Kind of figuring out how to how to close games there um, against some some more experienced, uh, maybe more physical teams there in that district with Meepo, Regina, West Branch, Grant, you know, on down the line. Yeah, you better eat your Wheaties, haven't you? What's that? I said you better eat your Wheaties in this. Uh... Oh, right, right, for sure, for sure. It's uh, you know, I, I think uh, some of that. Some of that reliance on underclassmen is kind of um, shown through, uh, you know, the week-to-week grind of it, and um, and I think the I think regardless of how this season plays out, uh, Wilton's going to be bigger and better next season. Well, uh, was there any other games in your area? Uh, West Liberty lost to Northeast. That was forty-eight to thirty for the final. Um, that drops Will, or, uh, that drops West Liberty to one and five and one and two in the district. Um, so that's kind of a tough loss. That uh, um, West Liberty has tipped in at, at home next week, and I think that's getting close to uh, must-win territory for for uh, West Liberty. Even though they they've um, kind of um, you know pulled pulled magic out uh, the last couple seasons and in making. Not only the playoffs, but playoff runs. Um, and so it'll be senior night in West Liberty, and I'm sure they'll have a big crowd out. Uh, a couple games left here with uh, Tipton, as we said, and then Anamosa. Um, so I think, uh, you know, look, look for them to, to hopefully turn it around here. But um, but they're, they're kind of in their own their own tough district in their own right. Um, with Northeast, they just played. Um, Monticello, Comanche, um, and so so that's that's a pretty tough district too. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's rough out there all the way around, and it's getting right down to crunch time here too. Uh, uh, there's only a, the small schools yeah. only have a couple of weeks left, and the big schools have three. Um, so was that the end of it, or? Yep, that's uh, that's all our area games for the journal.
Well, can I ask you uh, to look a little bit forward to next week and tell me what kind of matchups we got next week that you got your eye on? Um, yeah, Columbus is at North Cedar. Uh, so um, I think North Cedar, I don't know what they did last night. I think they only had one win coming into the last night. Yeah, they lost last night, too, I think to Albinette. Yeah, so um, so a chance, you know, golden opportunity there for, for Columbus to move to 7-0. Um, Durant is at Mediapolis. I think it kind of touched on that. Wise Muscatine at Wilton. Um, Muscatine is home again for Dubuque Senior. Wapolo is at Albernet. So there's a pretty interesting matchup within that district for, uh, for some playoff spots. Um, and then we'll, uh, West Liberty um, versus Tipton. I think we forgot to talk about Wapolo, didn't they? They got a nice right. win. Okay, yeah, yeah. They, um, they won. Uh, 55-30 at, at home versus Highland. Um, so they uh, they got back on the winning track. They're at 500, 3-3 three three overall, 2-2 two two in district. So um, they uh, are kind of weirdly they're playing themselves healthy this year, it feels like. Um, you know, they had this uh, all-district um, Jake Gustafson um, coming back but uh, for his senior year and Kind of got off to a slow start, mostly hampered by injuries, but um, but he's getting going. He's kind of a threat, uh, rushing and passing. Um, I think he had over 230 yards rushing last night with with four touchdowns, I believe. Yep, uh, 430, 433 yards, um, over 300 yards total from scrimmage. So there was some receiving yards in there too. Uh, so so I think they're looking to. Um, close out strong, and uh, and kind of like we said, the Albert a really good team, and so that'll be kind of one to watch next week too. Yeah, uh, Wobbles had kind of this uh, up and down year. You know, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Uh, uh, get beat, look real bad, bounce back, look real good the next week. Um, but uh, give me your assessment of their their playoff position. Have they done enough this year to put themselves in the hunt for a playoff? Um, yeah, well, I it, everybody's kind of, at least so far, everybody's kind of playing for a second behind Columbus there in that district, but, but yeah, uh, the rest of that, so go, so, the same, as of, um, going into last night, it went, uh, Columbus, Albernet was 3-0, and uh, in district, and then Lisbon, Pekin, uh, Wapolo, North Cedar, and Highland. Um, so Wapolo is still in pretty good shape for uh, a playoff run. I think they um, feel like they can have a few winnable games here yet uh, remaining, or a couple anyway. So um, I think they're they're pretty confident that they can at least uh, get in that, that top four for a uh, playoff spot um, these last couple of weeks here as the Class A schedule winds down. They have um, they're at Elbernet next week, and then home for North Cedar to finish up. Well, I think they could uh, wind up at least five hundred in the in the district. They're probably five hundred for the season. Uh, I, I think they've had a pretty good season. It could have got it could have got, uh, got away from them, but here they are, yeah. right there, uh, right there on the cusp of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and I think kind of the. Their injuries um, had something to do with it, where you try to um, 
work a kid, you know, uh, every kid wants to wants to go out and play, so it's hard to tell them not to. And then and then they, um, you know, you work them up all week to play, and then it gets it gets harder when they're already going into the week with an injury. It gets harder to that turnaround for the next week gets even more difficult. So I think maybe that's kind of showed where with this, um, you know, win one lose one thing or whatever. But but schedule has something to do with that too. Um, just the way, you know, everything has, has played out. But, uh, but, yeah, if they go 500 in, in the district, um, that should be good enough for, for the playoffs. And and then once once that starts, you can kind of wipe everything clean and, and start over and records and regular season doesn't matter so much. Yep, you just got to get in there. You know, yep. It's like the lottery. You got to be in it to win it. And, yep. Uh, that's why I never win it because I, I don't waste my money on lottery tickets. But uh, uh, I I tried this last time when it came up, but uh, when it got really big, but no no luck. No luck. You you're a donator, I guess, to the yeah, to yeah. other guys' riches, maybe. But uh, it'd be nice to have that money. But uh, well, uh, did we, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, no, I think. That, that wraps it up there. Yeah, we um, kind of skipped over Wapolo there the first time through, but got him in. And, um, yeah, that's about all I have. Covered some um, covered some good volleyball this last week. Uh, West Liberty um, took down Wilton and, and Muscatine won a, won a match game. Uh, Muscatine's up to number 10 in 5A. They're all pretty excited there, so a lot going, going in their favor. Um, you know, and West Liberty's uh, just outside the top five in, in 3A, so a couple good volleyball teams. Going to have some uh, district golf and um, cross-country coming up this next week, so kind of taking it all in. Well, uh, we, we, we definitely have some good matchups, and we have some real good matchups this week, and everybody's been enjoying this, this program. Uh, your Twitter, I wanted to say, as I was kind of uh, uh, trying to get some scores, uh, I was uh, capitalizing on your Twitter. You did a great job at Twitter this weekend. Uh, uh, you had a lot of scores that I needed to fill in uh, for my scoreboard shows, and I appreciate that. And I always appreciate you being here. Uh, tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, how to follow the Muscatine Journal. Um, the, the Journal Sports uh, Twitter handle is uh, mjournal underscore sports. Um, so give that a follow. Uh, I personally am at Ryan Timmerman three, um, and so yeah, I kind of whatever whatever game or event I'm covering, I try to throw up videos, pictures, updates, and stuff on Twitter as it's happening. Um, and then uh, uh, Muscatine Journal Online is where everything goes. Um, so uh, yeah. Um, if you're interested in uh, anything around this area, give it a follow. Uh, been, uh, been doing pretty well so far this um, fall season, getting everything going for, for the, the new school year and everything. So um, looking forward to kind of keeping it going. Well, I was talking to Kevin Costner, and he was asking me, he says, is this running back heaven? And I said, no, it's Muscatine. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, kind of the feeling there. Yeah, well, uh, you say hi to uh, Ty Kozar and uh, all the all the great running backs, uh, DeLong and all them guys you got over there. It's uh, it's uh, 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 
amazing uh, list of talent that you have there. And uh, uh, let everybody know Round Guy Radio is thinking about them. And we'll uh, get back with you next week. And you've been a great addition. And thank you so much for your yep. information. Yep, no problem. Um, good, to, good to be a part of everything. And uh, look forward to talking with you in the future. All right. Well, this is Round Guy Radio with high school football.